Welcome to the Epic Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Walker. Each week, I get to talk to amazing women about their epic adventures in motherhood. I'm so glad you joined us. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Epic Mom Podcast. Today, my guest is Hillary Shepard. Hillary is the mother of two tiny little boys, and they are super active and fun and cute. And in our conversation, we talk about how she is handling being locked down with these two little boys at home in this global pandemic time of COVID-19. Um, I super enjoyed our conversation. It brought me back to memories of when my kids were tiny and and the amount of physical and emotional energy that it takes to keep tiny humans alive and entertained. So I think that you will love my conversation with Hillary and the energy and enthusiasm that she brings to motherhood. So here's my conversation. Welcome to the Epic Mom Podcast. Today, I am so excited to welcome to the show my friend, Hillary Shepard. Welcome to the show, Hillary. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited that you're able to join me. So um, why don't you just introduce yourself and we'll just get right into it. Okay. Um, my name is Hillary Shepard. Um, we have been in Alabama here in Madison for, we just hit a year back in February and we've just, um, have loved it here. It's, I'm normally from Utah, so I'm used to the Utah mountains, but, um, I'm loving the South and all the South culture and everything. Um, I, we've been married. Our anniversary is actually tomorrow for nine years. Happy anniversary. you. It's crazy. And um, we have two little boys. We have a five-year-old named Beckham and a little two-year-old boy named Tucker. And they're just busy little boys. They keep me on my toes all the time. <laughs> and they're as cute as they can possibly be. I mean, your boys are oh, so thank cute. You. So, thank you. They are. That's, that's a fun way to spend your day for sure. Yes. Yes, for sure. They keep me, I mean, not always smiles, but most of the time it is smiles. So (laughs) good. That's how it should be for a child, huh? Yes. So did you always want to be a mom? I did always want to be a mom. I, I, when I remember when I was little though, I, um, I am adopted. And so my, um, my mom could um, never carry a baby. And um, I remember, though, when she told me I was adopted and she was telling me about how childbirth is, I remember being like, oh, I, I don't want to go through childbirth. I'm just going to adopt. Like, I'm just going to adopt like a my much kid. better plan. <laughs> yes. I was like, I don't want to go through that. I'm going to adopt. Like, I was totally like that and stuff. And so, you know, and then as I got older, I was just like, Oh, like ever, you know, when you get married and stuff and people start having kids around you and stuff, they're like, Oh, it's not bad. It's not bad. And, you know, but I have always wanted to be a mom. You know, I, I, uh, I really looked up to my mom, um, so much as a kid and as a teenager. And I, I mean, I was the teenager that probably was a little bit more of the hard teenager, a little bit, maybe a little bit rebel side teenager, you know? And, um, but my mom just, she, she, I always look, I look back and I look up to her a lot because she just, she just dealt with it and she was always there for me. She was always there for me to give advice. And I, you know, and I, after now becoming a mom of my own, I appreciate how she raised me and how she taught me things. And I'm glad that I'm now able to pass that on things that she taught me to my children. Oh, I love that. That's a, it's a wonderful opportunity to have a perspective change when, as we grow 
and become moms of our own, right? Yes, we suddenly absolutely. Are like, oh, I have a lot more grace for my mom for the things that she did. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. I, my mom always did um, every day after lunch. And, you know, during the school year, it didn't impact my life. But in the summertime, it did. She always had what she called, she used to call it nap time until all of us were too old to nap. So then she called it quiet time. And to be real, yeah. she took a nap. And we had to be quiet and read a book and stay in our room. And it was like an hour every single day. And as, as a child, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And now I'm like, oh, she was a genius. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because we do quiet time here. I'm like, okay, you got to go read books for 30 minutes before you have tablet time. And then you can have tablet time, you know, and stuff. So, and I, my Beckham hates it. He always tells me, oh, mom, I don't want to go read books. And I'm like, just go read books. And I'm like, you're going to thank me one day when you have children and you're going to be like, oh, mom needs quiet time. Dad needs quiet time. <laughs> the whole world is better if mom just gets a yes. few minutes. Yes, exactly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, I'm a big <clears throat> fan of quiet time and I don't necessarily have to like do it now because my kids are teenagers. And if I need to take a minute to just chill, I can, but I did quiet time when my kids were little all the time. And I'm like, I know you're not napping and I'm fine with that but you need to just be in your room by yourself, reading a book, just being still and don't need anything for 30 minutes. So I ask. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we are right in the middle of the COVID-19 quarantine. And I just wanted to talk to you about like, how are you surviving with tiny children in your house through all of this craziness? And has it impacted your life very much? Uh, I would say it has. Um, you know, we, I am, uh, I am a very social butterfly and my kids are really social. My kids love to have friends over, go to people's houses and play dates. We, um, you know, as a family love to have people over entertain. And so with this COVID-19 going on, it's definitely put a halt in being able to do that. Um, but for sure, I have seen the blessings of this virus because I feel like for me as a mom, um, just before we got put on the stay at home order and having to stay home, I feel like I was just super busy with life. And sometimes I wouldn't take the time and the opportunity to really spend time with my kids or, you know, yeah, get off social media and just take the time to really like be with my kids and teach my kids things. And, and I mean, I think we do like, we do get caught up and caught up in the world. And I know for me, like I get caught up on my phone sometimes with like Instagram and Facebook. And like during this time I've realized, you know what, like I I'm going to put my phone down and I'm going to just take the time and be with my kids and play with my kids and teach my kids. And, you know, and I have found that a really big blessing because um, us as a family, we've been able to create, you know, special moments during this virus and be able to make memories. We probably, you know, maybe wouldn't have made the time for if this virus wasn't around and for sure has it put a damper on things with, you know, just being able to go out and be with the family. Oh yes. Like being able to go, you know, Beckham's favorite places to eat at McDonald's and he is dying that we can't go eat at the McDonald's play play place and yeah. you know but I'm no, like the struggles real like they've got their yes. little routines and opinions they know what they like to go and do absolutely you know but I've told them I'm like you know we can't go in and play at the McDonald's play place you know we can still go and we can still get McDonald's we just have to come back here but 
we could eat it outside in the backyard. We could jump on the trampoline and it still can kind of be a play area, you know? So it does, it has put a big damper on our routine, but also it has made me slow down and be with my family and be with my kids and take the time to, you know, see what's important, you know, and realize those important things with this. Cause we do get so busy. And it's, and it's a shame that it takes something like, you know, a worldwide lockdown to get us to just stay home for a few minutes and realize we don't have to run every second. And there are wonderful things we can gain from just relaxing and chilling at home with our family. Yes. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So is bringing McDonald's home and jumping on the trampoline working okay? Are the kids holding up all right? They are holding up all right. You know, they, um, like I said, they for sure miss like playing with certain friends and being able to go places and stuff like, like they've, I can't, I have to give them credit though. They've been super good about just kind of going with the flow and understanding, you know, and Beckham, Beckham will come up and ask me things. And I'm just like, well, we can't go do that right now because the, and before I even say there's the virus, he goes, it's because of the virus. Right. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, (laughs) because it's like making people sick and we just have to be careful. So, you know, Beckham understands because he's five, you know, but Tucker more is oblivious. He kind of just goes with the floor flow because he's two, you know, and stuff. And so it, it has put a change on their routine. Like I said, you know, we were talking earlier and I just said, you know, it, I think they're to the point where they're just like, we were done too. Yes. <laughs> no, they want to go back to normal life. And, you know, Beckham, we were doing, we've been doing school here and I get told every day I do it wrong oh, or I don't fantastic. do it like this. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, you know what? Mom is trying her best. So cut me some slack, buddy. And, you know, and then yesterday we were doing school and he just goes, I just want to go back to Miss Isaac. I don't want you to do school with me ever again, me Mom. And too. I'm just like, <laughs> and I was thinking, and I was thinking of you because I was like, Carol homeschools. I don't know how she does it because <laughs> I'm struggling right now because I'm having a hard time with my five-year-old, you know, and oh, stuff. It's, so. it's a challenge. And, and don't, and you know what, I've, to be completely transparent, you know, there are days where I get up and I'll just say to my kids, I'm like, yeah, I just, I just can't do it today. So here's what we're going to do instead. You all are going to watch these three educational movies and I'll pop the popcorn for you and I'll be in my room reading a book. Goodbye. Like sometimes <laughs> you just need a teacher improvement day. <laughs> That's what I call them. <laughs> I just take the day for myself. You know, and I, and I was talking to a friend the other day and she was just sent me and she goes, oh my gosh, like I have such a greater respect for teachers now because- yeah. For sure. You know, for sure. and like they, they have our kids for half the day when they're in school and they have to deal with this. And she's like, they are getting like great end of year yes. gifts from me because <laughs> they need it. They deserve it. And I'm like, yeah. I agree too. Well, so. and in fairness, our kids do, they do act a little different um, to mom than they do to a teacher. And so I've had several yeah. conversations with my kids over the years with homeschooling be like, um, if this was so-and-so, would you be saying this? And I'm like, okay, let's just not even do that then. Pretend I'm so-and-so and let's not give any of the normal mom pushback deal. And, and my kids are great, yes. but they're kids. And, and then, of course, there's always the threat that you might have to go to the principal, which is to go see dad. Nobody wants that. So, 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, but I, it, I think, I think that parents that don't normally homeschool that are thrown into a situation when they're supposed to oversee and in some cases teach the schooling of their children right now, I think that's just, I think that is an incredibly difficult situation, way harder than your normal homeschooling situation, in my opinion. So, oh, yeah. And you mean, and I mean, Beckham's just in preschool, so I don't have to do a whole lot with him, but it still is just, just being thrown into it because it was part of his, you know, routine before the virus happened. And so, well, and you want to keep him busy. That's been one great thing about doing school during the virus is it, it sure takes up part of the day. So. Oh, it does. And, you know, we've been, you know, he is starting to slowly read. So we've been reading like a book each day and going over sight words each day and, you know, doing like a little math, like a preschool math and like a, you know, little worksheet each day and stuff. And it does keep him busy, you know, of just having something to do, which is, which is important. We all need that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. What are some of the things that you are doing for yourself? Because you've got these little tiny children and they're with you all day long right now. (laughs) Yes. So, um, one thing I have just made a goal during all this is, um, I, um, normally I teach, um, a Zumba workout class at, um, the church building, um, the state church building and, um, on Mondays and since with the COVID-19 and with church activities being, um, closed for right now, I haven't been able to go do that, but I actually have just been doing it. Um, think again, this is a blessing of technology. I've been doing it just um, online and sending a video to people who are interested and, um, doing it live. And I've been doing that actually every day since we got put on the shutdown and yeah. And so I just, you know, Mondays I do an hour and then every other day I do 30 minutes and it's been, I, I, like, I totally, I don't know if you guys have seen Legally Blonde, but endorphins and happy people don't just kill their husbands. Which is important yes, exactly. when yes. your husband is home all the time. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I have, I'm living yeah. by that quote right now because, you know, I need those endorphins, but I have found it just puts like me in a better mood. It makes me feel better. Um, and I have just made sure I take that time um, and I do it at nine o'clock each day. I've just said, you know, and I either tell the boys to go play outside or just, you know, go do something. They're not always willing to go do something, but um I've been doing that for every day and it's been great. It's been good for my mental and physical health. And so that has been something I've been doing. I love that. Um, you, need to, you need to give I me make your sure. info. Um, Cause yeah, we'll Walker house will join you on that for sure. I have been in trouble hey, because perfect. we have missed coming to your live classes. I've been lectured more than one time <laughs> about it. So <laughs> oh, <God>. look, <laughs> Your girls are so cute. They, they have told me, they, you know, they told me they're like, Oh, we, we have to do Zumba again. We love yeah. Zumba when well, you did it. And stuff. Class. I'm surprised I didn't say so we were going to come and mom this or mom that. Cause I'm totally the weak link on it. And it's been a hundred different reasons. It's not like I'm just a bum. It's like, they're, it's just, I don't know why it just hasn't worked out. So we would love to join you. So show oh. me the, show me the info. We'd love to join That's you. That sounds okay. awesome. I will definitely do that. I will definitely do that. Um, another thing I've been doing, you know, like I said, I, I feel like exercise is just like really important every night and like every day. And during this time, I feel like it's really yeah. important to just be sitting on our couch, eating a bag That's- of Oreos, which I have done during this and quarantine. I will admit I have done that. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. But um, I've been um, at night, I've been going on um, just a friend in the neighborhood. We've just been going on a walk every night and walking your, like a big circle around our neighborhood. And that way we, you know, we're, we're staying distant, but we are able to, you know, yeah. get that kind of you know, socializing in because it, it, this has this, I mean, this virus has affected my mood in so many ways. You know, I have felt the, the hardness and the depression and the anxiety and, you know, but then I've also felt like the happiness and the calmness of it all, you know, and the peace. And, you know, I think everyone has felt those type of emotions and stuff, but that has helped too, with just going on those walks and being able to have a girl visit, you know, because I feel like Ben still is working from home. I feel like we just, we talk throughout the whole entire day. And by the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, uh, we're eating dinner and it's like, well, what, what else is new today? You know, you kind of get to that point where you don't really have it all. And you were there with me for all of it. Yes. So nothing to say. Exactly. And so I feel like dinner, our kind of conversations are not very probably lively as they probably have been before the virus, just because Joe's home and he hears everything or he's always around and, you know, and stuff. But um, that's another thing I've been doing. And I, you know, I've been trying to at night just, um, like do I love doing puzzles, so I've been trying to do lots of puzzles we have, and um, you know, I I have been binge watching. Hey, what I don't know if you've heard of Vampire Diaries. I Vampire saw Diaries. that. So is it good? Oh yeah. Um, I, I if we have another kid and it's a boy, I'm naming oh, my super kid. Oh, super good, huh? <laughs> so I mean, Joel doesn't really agree What's with that, name? but you What's know, so um. It's it a good name. Is Damon. You didn't have to tell it's him. It's a good where name. It <laughs> I know, but he, it's funny. I'm going to get so in trouble. So I'm going to get in trouble for this. So actually, Joel started watching hey, Vampire Diaries. I totally support and, husbands watching fun shows with their wives. Uh, and oh, well, he started watching it and then he was like, Hill, this is like a total you show. You need to watch this. And I'm like oh I don't know and so then I started watching it and I got he's like he's the one who told hooked. you about it that's so, awesome oh, I love that yes yes and so it's hilarious but I have like been binge watching that I have like three more seasons left but I have literally been like every night I'm like okay I gotta watch Vampire Diaries and he just laughs because he's like you are addicted and I'm like it's so, so how are good you on Netflix so <laughs> okay well, I'm gonna it is it on out. Netflix I'm gonna check it out were, were you one Yes. What were those romance ones out. that were all about the vampire? Now I can't think of what it's called. Twilight. Yeah. Did you read all those? Oh, it's Twilight. I did read those books and I loved the books more than I loved the movies. I didn't like the movies. And it's way better okay, than Twilight. I never in my read opinion. it. So I, that, this gives me a frame of reference of your recommendation. Okay. Well, I'm totally going to check yeah. it out. Way better. Way better. If you, if you want to read the Twilight books, I would say read the Twilight books over the movie because okay. I liked the that books better than the movie. information. Yeah, I've just been, oh. I yeah. kind of watched everything I wanted to watch lately, and so I haven't been watching anything. So now I have um, went ahead and paid for the Audible subscription so I can listen to books because I like to, I like to watch movies while I do a puzzle or while I um, sew, which I love to sew. And so I often will have a movie on in the background, but lately I'm like, nothing sounds good. I've seen this 800 times. So I've been listening to books, which I have been completely loving doing. Yes. 
Well, that's awesome. And another thing I've been doing is um, I've also been, I love to bake. Like I love, love to bake. And I have been trying, trying to make it a goal to just like try a new recipe a week and so make fun. something new. Um, and it, it has been fun, you know, and it's been fun because I, if I have extra, then I usually just drive to some, like a friend's house and just go drop it off on our door, ring the doorbell and just say, here, here's a treat. Like, I hope you guys are doing it. good, you know, and and that's been a blessing too, just because I feel like I'm, you know, growing on something that I love to do and getting better at, you know, recipes and making things and stuff. So just been trying all sorts that's of things. Awesome to save. I love that that's what you're doing. I love that you're like, hmm, I like this. So let me figure out how I can keep doing it and not gain a hundred pounds in the meanwhile, share with my yeah. friends and neighbors. Yeah. My, my I, girls, yep. um, are big bakers. Every one of them likes to bake. And we've had two nice. birthdays in the last um, four weeks. And yeah, and then Easter. Oh and like we've had a lot of baked goods at our house lately. So I'm I'm I need to join Zumba for that very reason. And then I've been spending a lot of time <laughs> running and walking and biking because I gotta do something. I can't keep eating the yumminess and sit. It's well, yeah, and you probably have had some of your trips have yeah. to be canceled, Unfortunately, right? Because our, yeah, this. our entire summer trip is canceled for now. We, it, we were, we were supposed to be leaving like next week. Yeah, so there were oh, there were so real sorry. Shed, and not just from my girls. Um, I realized my girls and I have been training to ride the White Room Trail um, since like, for almost a year. We've been like dreaming about it. We made plans. We had the dates, yeah. et cetera. It's all closed, so that's okay. We're going to go in October is our current plan. And if we can't go in October, I'll probably cry again and go next year and it will still be okay. But, um, Hey, I, I feel you. We were supposed to go to surprise the boys to yeah. sea world in the beginning of April. And now that has been postponed till sea world decides to reopen. It could their be doors, a while, right? Who knows when that's going to be. Number but... People and how far it apart could... you can stand and all that business. Yep. And, Yep, and Joel and Joel has a family reunion at the end of June, and they're still hopeful it's going to happen. Which it could, depending on the so number I'm, of people, right? Because it seems like that's where it's going. Is it has to do with yeah, and it's in it's in Gatlinburg, so it's not like we have to get on a plane and fly. We're able to just drive, but some of other Joel's family is yeah. flying, and so it kind of just has to depend on numbers and everything like that. Yeah, it's so. kind of that the the unknown and the inability to make plans. That part's been hard for me. How about you? It's been really hard to know just like, you know, if this is going to work, like I said, like with Joel's family reunion, we have been trying to like, you know, we got a two week extension before we have to put in our final payment, you know, and stuff. And like a lot of Joel's siblings are like, oh, it's hopeful. It's hopeful. And a few of his other siblings are like, I don't know. I don't know. And so it's, it's hard to just not know like what's going to happen, you know, and just kind of be like, okay, well, you know, like, for example, like our SeaWorld trip, when is that going to happen again? Right. You know, is it going to be, are we going to be able to go this summer or is it going to be not till like the fall when we go, you know, it's yeah. just, it's, it's hard it's not knowing and not being able to plan certain things and stuff. Yeah. For so sure. it's awesome that you are in the midst of that, the not knowing that you're like, okay, I like this hobby. I'm going to work on that. I know I need to stay healthy. So I'm going to do this. Yeah. 
and look for ways to, I've been, I've been meeting a, a friend in our neighborhood and walking with her too. We don't, we don't do it every day, but like about once a week, one of us will text the other one. You want to go on a walk? We're like, yes, please. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. And I think it's, I think it's good. You know, I think it's healthy because like, like I said, like, yeah, we can, we can socialize with our husbands, but we also need other people. Like we can socialize and and have that. I really believe women need women. Walk is, I think we do. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Well, gosh, so, it's a crazy, crazy time, but, um, I wanted to talk to you about living in Alaska because, um, didn't you, one of your boys okay. was born there or were they both born there? So Beckham was born there. Yeah. Beckham was born, and how was born did in that Utah. Go living so far from family and people that you knew and stuff at that time, <laughs> um, that, that could have been super hard. So you want to talk to me a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I had, so I had Beckham the week before Christmas. So he was born on December 17th. So, um, you know, December is not ideal place you want to be <laughs> in Alaska. Um, cause just cause it's cold. It's, it's the time where it's pretty much dark, like 24 hours. And it's, it's, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it, uh, it was a, such a fun adventure though. I mean, we were very blessed to have that opportunity to go up there and be up there and, you know, up and explore and just have that experience. And, um, you know, it is hard having a baby in the middle of dead winter. And, um, but, you know, I had my parents came up the day Beckham was born and they were there for two weeks and my sister and her family came too. And so they were able to be with us up there for the first like two weeks that um, Beckham was born. And so that was helpful. But when my family left, um, it was hard because Joel had to go back to work. I was left on my own with a brand new baby. And in Alaska, it, when it's so cold and dark and there's just lots of snow, like a lot of people don't really want to get out of the house, which is totally normal. That's kind of the time where they just Mm kind of like right now, it's kind of like right now with this COVID-19, they just hunker inside and they don't really go out because it's cold and they don't want to have to bundle up with so many layers and stuff like that. But you know, the, the town we lived in, we, we met some amazing people and people that we are still like, and will be lifelong friends with like that. The town we lived in was just amazing. And after my family left, I was just, it was just a blessing to have just the kindness of people. Like we, people that we went to church with people that I, I was a substitute teacher up there. So people I substitute taught with, um, people that Joel worked with that we knew, like just people were making the way and the effort to, bundle up and just say, Hey, like, would you like me to come and t- chat with you for a little bit? Like, I feel like you can maybe use a chat cause you're all alone with a brand new baby. And I remember just being so grateful for that. And, um, just, it was just the kindness, just kindness of people that are willing to just make that sacrifice and, you know, come and visit in the cold when it's like negative 30 out and, dark and windy and snowy. And, you know, it's just kindness. It was just so kind that people are just willing to make that effort. And, and I think that helped help me grow to realize, you know, like, um, 
because we only lived there after Beckham was six months old. So we didn't live there very long, but it's helped me realize like when other people have babies around me to just kind of show that kindness too, because it it's hard becoming a mom and it's hard, you know, becoming a mom of just not even one, but like a mom of two, a mom of three, no matter how many kids you have, it's always a new stage and always a new learning curve, I feel like. And I feel like just by being kind and just showing people that you're here and you're care and you're willing to help, even if it's just bringing a meal or even asking someone, do you want me to just hold your baby yeah. while you go take a nap for like an hour, you know? And I just think, I just think we need each other. Like we need each other to rely on that. And I mean, for me being a mom in Alaska, I just found that like, that's what I relied on. I relied on other people to help me get through the hard times of having a brand new baby in the middle of Alaska. Cause I, you know, I got really sick. I got mastitis, you know, after Beckham was two months old, I had problems with nursing. It was, it was just really hard. And so the kindness of other people just coming and being willing to step out in the frigid temperatures and stuff to just come and show that kindness. It was just, it was kind. And I just, I look up to those people and those people always have a special place in my heart. Those people who reached out and made sure I was okay with a brand new baby because it, it, it is hard having, like yeah. I said, it's hard having a baby yeah. in the middle of winter and not having family around to help, you know, like I, I was so sad when my parents left and I cried and cried and cried. And, you know, I had two, I had two ladies in Alaska that were like my second moms and they just, you know, they were so kind and they were just like, okay, like, and one of them is the one I say, I have said that reminds that me you of you. Someone that you love that and much I, that I remind you of. I just, I, I do. I'm serious. I'm just like, oh, Carol is so much like Maggie. She reminds me of Maggie and everything. And, um, but she like just her and like this other lady that was, um, you know, older ladies just were like, okay, like, what do you need? Do you need dinner? Do you need, do you need to just, you can even drive out to, do you want to just drive out to my house and just come sit here and you can just go lie in my bed and I'll watch your baby and you can take a nap and just, you know, I relied on them and I'm just, they'll always have a special place in my heart. Cause it was just the kindness they showed of, and I think they knew because they have, ha they Definitely. had had babies in Alaska. Yeah. And so they had, yeah. you well, know, and I think too, they just knew. Um, in in Alaska or not, we I think any opportunity that we have that we could just reach out to other moms that maybe are in a stage of motherhood that we've already been through and be like, you know what? Yeah, I remember feeling this way. Yeah. You feel that way? Okay. So when I was when I first moved to Texas many years ago, I had a two year old and I was pregnant with my second. And then after my second one was born, I had this little neighbor. And she had, her kids were all older than mine. She had a couple teenagers and, but she just decided to be my friend and she would invite me over and we, I would just go and sit in her kitchen while she did whatever she had to do in life. And we just visited and it was such a gift to me because it got me out of the house. Uh, we didn't have a ton of money, so I wasn't spending money, but I could mm -hmm. just go and visit with somebody. And I, it was such a gift to me. And I've tried really hard yes. over the years to like, look for opportunities to do that for someone else. Cause I think once someone has served us in that way and we know what a gift it is, doesn't it make us want to do the same. Right. So I, I love that you share oh, that yeah, about, your, absolutely. about your Alaska absolutely. moms. I think that's wonderful. Everyone should, everyone should have an Alaska mom, I think. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> I, I do. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't have to be Alaska. It could be an Alabama mom. It could be a Utah mom. It could be, you know, wherever. I just, I, I just think everyone, you know, when, when you're young like that, you I mean, cause I had never moved away from home and that was my first time moving out of state to yeah. a place where I didn't know anybody. And, you know, when we moved here, we had a few friends that had lived in Alaska that had moved down here. So it was moving down here was a little bit easier because we already knew people down here. And so, you know, going from that and not having any family nearby to a town of only like 3000 people, um, you know, it was just kind of scary. And then just to have those people who just kind of feel yeah. like, oh, you kind of remind me of my mom, like Oh, and my mom even said, you know, when my mom came up and visited and she got to meet those, she's like, Hill, you've made friends with people who I would be friends with. And I said, well, it's because they reminded me of you. Like they reminded me of how a mom is and how my mom is to me. And so I think that's why I was like, I want to be friends with them because they make me feel like my mom's here. And what an opportunity we all have to be that for each other, which makes me, which just kind of inspires me to go be yeah. that. So now like you're talking and I'm thinking to myself, well, just cause I'm stuck at home doesn't mean I can't reach out to somebody who should I reach out to, you know? So I think anytime we have opportunities to kind of think about yeah. that and maybe Absolutely. now is the perfect time to do it because our lives are just a little bit slower, a little less of a schedule then yeah. we can reach out to one another. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, gosh, I just Please. so enjoyed our conversation, Hillary. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. I just. Oh my gosh, oh, you're I'm welcome. Glad. This was and, so and fun. Thank you so much you for having me. It's going to be awesome. Didn't you just love that conversation I had with Hillary? She is such a fun lady and so full of energy and just inspiring to me to look for ways that I can reach out and serve other mothers in my community and my sphere of influence and also reach out and thank those mothers who's who've helped me along the way. I hope that you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. Make it an epic day. Thanks for joining me on the Epic Mom podcast. Tune in next week when I talk with Leah Hopper. She's the mother of six and the author of a book about marriage. You won't want to miss it.